Right, everyone, how are we all doing? Welcome along back to the Animal Anomalies podcast with your host, Cookie, to my left, no one. Over the table, it is... C'est moi. I'm doing it again, French. No, don't do it's that It's me. Again. Yeah, no, French. Because no, no, to us, that's funny because it happened an hour ago, but it's two weeks for the other people. No, we. what are you on about? It's been two weeks. No. <laughs> Have you got a different shirt on? I'm John. I, I, yeah, I had an overshirt on before, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. I got a different shirt on as well. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I saw you change. I mean, of course you do. It's two weeks later. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? It's got the same stain on it that you brought up last week, so... About a month ago now, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's looking a bit dodgy, isn't it? But do you know what? My, my logic for this, right? Go on. I saw the slow-mo guys... Uh, English people that record stuff in slow motion and they have those like lab coats that they never wash and never sort of do anything with they're all a bit tatty one arm's missing paint all over it and I thought I would do the same thing for my t-shirt that sounds like a very poor excuse for being a grubby bugger yeah <laughs> basically um, but it's sort of like does it look like I've worn it a bit you know like does it yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look like you worn it a bit. <laughs> this episode of the podcast is sponsored by MPB. MPB is the place to go if you would like used photography and videography equipment, John. Isn't it a great place to go? Yeah, I've used it before to both buy and sell. I've sold, uh, I sold my old GoPro to there, sold my old camera to there. I bought lenses off of there. It's it's a brilliant... Mate, you're dead keen for MPB. I... I've used MPB as well. Yeah. I've traded some stuff in. How go on. That? Yeah, I traded my uh, camera lens in, got myself a newer one. And pretty good, mate. Why wouldn't you get yourself over to MPB? And the quality of my lens was... <laughs> this is, that sounded so fake. The quality of my lens, but it was genuinely brilliant. I still use it to this day, um, that, the, the lens I bought from there. They're reliable is what I'm trying to say. Oh, mate, and the service, rapid. Absolutely rapid. So yeah, get yourself over to MPB. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Love you, MPB. But anyway, long time no speak. How you been? Yeah, mate. We had a good lunch, didn't we? We did have a good lunch. What you, what you want about? It's been two weeks. <laughs> the last episode came out on Halloween. It's now the 14th of November. Yeah, sorry. Of course. Um, so I'm in New Zealand now. You are in New Zealand now. Aren't you about to run a marathon? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. So when, it, when is the marathon? Wait, four days time. So when this comes out, four days time, I'll be running the Queenstown Marathon. So for us, that's like three weeks away. Yeah, it's a long time. I've still got loads of time to train, yeah. Right, okay. But by now, you're actually in the tapering stage. You'd have done your longest run and you're now tapering down to the marathon, right? Because I did a marathon earlier this year. So that's the, I, I think I did like 20 miles, something like that, like about three or four weeks before, and then I was tapering down. So I'm guessing you're, you're about that stage now then. Yeah. Yeah? No. Not at all. <laughs> the furthest I've run is 10 miles. Wow, I'm doing it. I'm doing it the the opposite way. So I thought I could, you know, like because you obviously got to that point where you got to 20 miles, yeah. and then you started to slow down, which is the usual thing. To yeah, do. yeah, you're meant to taper. Tapering is uh, where it's at. Yeah, well, it's just I'm a fun word. I'm tapering. You never use the word tapering anywhere else. No. Well, maybe you're not doing your it. Hair, your hair, taper the sides, isn't it? My hair is not tapered. No. Um, well, anyway, I'm doing it the opposite way. So I'm doing it where it's like you're building. I'm up. just building up, and then my big run's going to be that marathon. Right. There's no tapering happening. No. So the week before, I will run 20 miles or thereabouts. Will you? I'll try. And you're not going to injure yourself the week before? Yeah, I could do. Right. Is that is that the plan to not... So you're where are you doing this marathon? You're doing it in Queenstown. You're going to be in New Zealand, so... Yeah, South Island of New Zealand, Queenstown. That's when it will be happening, uh, 18th of November. And uh, I probably should say, actually, I'm running it for a charity. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely bring it up. Yeah, the Kakapo uh, Recovery Programme. That's who I'm running it for. Go on. Uh, now, the Kakapo, obviously, like, we're big animal lovers here. Are you, John? Yeah. Yeah, no. I, do you know, you know me and animals? Love them. C- can't get enough. 
and Kakapo, one of like the most bucket list items for me, like I want to go and see in the wild and just see. And I think it's got a really sad story, and I think it's a really lovely bird. So the Kakapo recovery program, I'm going to try and run, raise some money for that if you would like to uh donate to that will there be a link in the description is that the plan there should be there should be a link in the description for that one let's see if carl gets on with it uh he should do yeah stop calling carl out it's already bad enough good that that the by the way we have the even though the last episode hasn't come out thank you for all the where's the forest comments in there in the last one i hope everyone did that i hope that i reckon they did it where's forest where's forest i think there was a big call to arms for where's forest i hope it went down and uh by the way this is the last episode in this season of the animal anomalies podcast so big up papa forest for putting us out on here and and putting us yeah, on the no, channel thank you to the wild times for obviously having us on this channel again um we'll i don't know do people want more yeah if you've been enjoying two random british blokes just rambling absolute waffle vaguely about animals yeah. if you've enjoyed that then um be sure to let papa forest and the gang yeah semi-factual uh, is it semi-fact uh, louise skirt dangerously close to facts occasionally jingles with john though jingles with john is a big feature um I mean, one more today one more today yes. there is the one Final, but yeah, and this uh, this podcast will be on Spotify. Yeah, we assume the last one went out perfectly fine with no hitches on Spotify with the video. But if it if you haven't rated us yet, go on there. We had thirteen ratings uh, about an hour ago, yeah. um, which is three weeks ago. But um, with thirteen, 20. we want twenty. We want twenty, and if we get fifty, then the first episode of the next season, you're going to do it topless. Are we doing the next one? Are we? If we do, a, if if the love is there, then yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. Let us know in the comments if you want more Animal Anomalies podcasts to be happening, because obviously I'm going to be away for a very long time. We might have to go online. We don't know. We'll figure it, it out. I might not even be here. Just make it the John Show and that. Yeah. Do you know what I think? Th- the people have spoken and they just yeah. want to see me yeah. and uh, Rachel know. and Jacob we might actually push you out to the sides we don't need you well that's, that's a bit mean well, that's fact isn't it yeah I didn't know Does fair it, enough pe- I do pe- pe- people don't need to hear about the thylacine anymore yeah <laughs> like every other show I put that in yeah. you know? I do love it I do, do love you? myself a thylacine um, so yeah we've got the Spotify thing out of the way John well done have you done anything wildlife related since we last saw each other or what the- <laughs> no not really <laughs> I was going to bring up, like, I recently, like, uh, cat sat for my mother-in-law. Oh, yeah? Are you, a, are you a cat person or a dog person? I'm more of a dog person, but I, I, cats are wicked, yeah. Just because I'm sort of of the opinion that the world is split into cat people and dog people, and, and I appreciate that there will be people that like both, and I appreciate that there will be people that like neither. But just for, for you know, levity's sake, for fun's sake, let's say that the world is full of dogs and cats people and i'm definitely a dog person yeah dogs are wicked aren't they? and I, when i'm when i'm cat sitting these cats so they're called bruce and lulu i just have no idea what i'm supposed to do with them cats yeah i just don't know what I'm, i mean i think that the thing is, is you're meant to do nothing with them mm. but when we were cat sitting them re- recently my my only goal was to get the cats to come into bed with us in the morning when we're having our morning coffee in bed yeah that was like my sole mission so i was like trying to like get them on side trying to feed them trying to you know make sure that they love me and they eventually got on the bed and it was quite rewarding so i feel like weirdly cats you got to win their affections but when you get it i think if you do what a cat does to you back to the cat they'll they'll like you more for it yeah so what I think what cats, like shit in a box well, <laughs> am I allowed to say that yeah, word yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay fine. fine but like um, what I mean is not 
shitting in boxes. I mean, sit on their lap. Yeah, you can do a bit of that. <laughs> um, or you mean just ignore them? Ignore them, right? Because I feel like if you fuss a cat too much. It's like, will you just piss off? And if you just, you know, every now and then give it a little bit of a scratch on the air door, like scratch on its back and that, and it'll it'll be like, yeah, I like that. And then it will come to you. But we're both content creators, Cookie Six and the Boy John. We are needy. We are needy, needy souls. We need people to like us. We're like, oh, please comment and like and give me affection. And these these cats just aren't. They just don't play ball. No, that's fair enough. But I think you've got to play the long game with them. Did you like how I used our old old handles there, Cookie yeah, Six and the Boy a lot John? Of people aren't going to know what that is. Yeah, no, that was a very niche reference to like three people that remember our old channels. Yeah, and they might not even watch this. No, exactly. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Everyone else, it's like yeah, sorry. What she said. My channel's John Does Stuff now. It's not John even right. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got, we got a few things to talk about today. We do have a few things to talk about uh, today. I've got some things. Do you want me to get into the news? The, the news. No, no, the no, news. no, no. I, the so news. I promised you that the there news. would be a metal. No. Uh, I, do you remember that? A couple no, of episodes ago, haven't. I promised a metal jingle. Oh, Come on. The lyrics for this, by the way, are it's the news because um, they, they, you might not be able to make them out, but the lyrics are it's the news, okay? Yes. Metal version. Metal version. Jingles this- with John. Here we go. Go on, Jingle John. It's the news jingle metal version. Really Look at good. you as well with that extra massive Why Red Bull. Really see that? Look at the that is huge. Size my head. You're gonna run through a wall by the time this episode <laughs> is has finished. By the way, professional as always. Thank you for that. That's all right. I just, you know what it is like kicking it off and that. So like, this wasn't filmed three weeks ago. So this news is cutting edge, up, up to date, relevant news. Yeah. You know. By the way, really good. Enjoyed that metal version. Yeah, the, 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 the metal version. Yeah. yeah. It's not one of your best. We want to. It's not one of your best. The best one was the one before. Do you want me to? Um, do you want me to see if I've still got it? Or yeah, is please, that? Can you play that one? You want the, well, yeah, the, the auto tune one? Yeah, because this might be the last podcast we ever do. So I want people to go out on a high, and I want them to hear the best jingles that John has produced. So, I've, I've done a jingle every episode. We can't play yeah, them all the now. Best, That'd be ridiculous. The best and the best was. Well, I think one. that's subjective. I quite like the no, metal the best. one. Here we go. Here it comes. It's the news. The news. It's the news, the news. John, there so we go, good. animal so news. Good. You like that so one? Good. Yeah, go on. Ed. Channeling my inner We've T-Pain. We've now. Should we hit me with the news? So this news comes from my end of the woods, Cambridgeshire. Well, I, I mean, I'm originally from North London, but where I live now, Cambridgeshire. Yeah, punting and all that. Punting, yeah, although we're going a bit further out. We're going to Huntingdon. Are you familiar with Huntingdon? No. Well, it's in Cambridgeshire. But in Huntingdon, a world record has just been broken. Yeah? Are you across this? No. It's been broken this week, which is definitely still this week, not yeah, three yeah, weeks yeah, ago. Very recent. Uh, by Bella the cat. <gasps> yeah. Cat's done a world record. A cat's done a world record. A local Cambridgeshire cat. Go on, Bella. Not not sixty miles down the road from here has has broken a record. Yeah. Uh, what is it? What do you reckon it is? I haven't got a clue. Ran fast. It's not jumped f- high. No. Uh, lifted something. Bella has become the cat with the world's loudest purr. No way, really. The world's loudest purr. It purrs at 54.6 decibels according to the BBC is that mad loud then or something it's the equivalent to like a boiling kettle what's oh I've got it do you want to hear it oh you've actually got the the purr I've got the purr go on Em are you ready yeah 
That's not that loud. Well, it's not been enhanced, does it? But apparently you have to turn up the TV over it. It is loud. It's the world's loudest. Well, I think my cat does louder than that. Well, it do- well get the Guinness Book of World Records over. Well, if that's all it takes, my cat's won because that was not loud at all. Nicholas Spink, the owner, yeah. has said that she couldn't be more thrilled before adding she has been the- <laughs> she's been in our-, our family's companion for many years. We love her to Brits and we're so proud of her achievement. I wouldn't be proud of that. <laughs> I think it's like a funny thing to be proud of, but you know. But they had Dave Wilson there from the Guinness uh, World Records. He was an adjudicator that oversaw Bella's world record per. And he said, it's an always an exciting day when there's potential for a new world record. So we waited in anticipation to see whether Bella would be able to do it. And she bloody well was. Do you know what it is, yeah? this Is this the first ever attempt at a cat purring loudly? No, because I don't believe surely so. surely it is. Because now you're going to get people all over the world being like, my cat la- purrs louder than that. Hey. Like my cat. And I want the Guinness World book of records to come and sort of do a little well you're gonna have to up. cancel your trip to new zealand and call up what was his name dave call up dave wilson and get him over <laughs> i reckon my cat would beat that though that wasn't even loud are you not proud of the homegrown talent bella oh yeah bella by the way big up bella doing it for the uk yeah representing well, no, it's not that good is it it's like the first one to ever do that and that's all I'm i saying. don't know if that's true you've just made that up you've just gone is that the first one ever find me a past record holder i am not spending this whole episode googling <laughs> We we Google way too much in this episode. Anyway, imagine yeah. if I just sat here for twenty minutes, just going, "Well, actually, well, I, I want to know." The third attempt. <laughs> I reckon that's going to be the first one, and that's why she's the record holder. Fine. Oh, there must be a cat out there popping out numbers over sixty. Do you know what I mean? Popping out numbers over sixty. Yeah. If you can find me this cat, then then I'll, cat, I'll, I'll take you in a minute. <laughs> Do you have to turn up the TV over the cat's purring? That's what Nicola says. She has to... Oh, was it oh, Nicola or was it Nicole? That's, no, that's, Nicole, not, that's not happening, is it? She's saying, I have to turn up the TV because what, is this it cat... sat on her chest or something It's like just that? loud. It's as loud as a boiling kettle. Imagine you were trying to watch the TV and you were boiling a kettle in the room. You'd have to turn it up. No, I'm not having it. Not You're not having it. it? No, like, well done, Bella. But, like, honestly, I think... This blew my mind, by the way. You know how we got lots of transatlantic viewers, seeing yeah. as this is uh, on the World Times yeah. channel and a lot of American audience? Where's Forrest? Where's Forrest? Did you know that, like, um, most Americans, and, and you can let me know if this is the case or not, don't have a kettle? An electric kettle? Yeah, I've heard about this. Don't they? Um, they have, like, whistling stove kettles, yeah, like the, mad people. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently the British are so wed to like cups of tea and stuff that it, it, it blows our mind that a house wouldn't have a kettle like I don't think I've ever been to a house without a kettle well it's just a normal appliance right? it's like it's, like, it's like having a fridge but I think because they don't drink tea and all that they, they don't have a specific appliance for it so don't they microwave some sort of like oh we don't get into that have you not seen how um, how to wind up a British person making cups of tea videos yeah don't they pull it out of like cartons and then put it in the microwave and do all sorts of mental stuff <laughs> yes they do all sorts of mental stuff anyway can can we get that in the comments do you have do you if you're on a transatlantic viewer and you're watching this do you have a kettle yeah do, do you, you even know what a kettle is the big uh, an electric kettle we, we only discuss the big important animal based um, facts on this podcast so yeah we all know about kettles as well alright fine so you weren't impressed with my, my cat uh, story. If I bring you another cat story, do you, yeah, do you think an, I got the chance to redeem one, because myself? Because the first one was like, it sounded like it was going to be good and then it wasn't. You're going to love this one and yeah. you might even have something to say about this because I know you're big into this, but wild cats have been released into the Scottish Highlands. Love it. 
I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm absolutely all for this. Yeah. It's in the Cairngorms, isn't it? Yeah, yeah 19 captive bred cats have been released in a secret location in the Cairngorms. Yeah, it's part of like the Cairngorms Connect project where they're trying to, because um, there's like split parts of the Cairngorms and they're trying to reconnect them all together to make a massive forested area. And obviously wildcats have like been maybe extinct in the UK because they hybridise themselves with like uh, just domestic cats in 2019 they were declared functionally extinct which means there was like 30 in the wild but they didn't think that they would be able to carry on basically Before, before this happened someone photographed one I believe in Aberdeenshire or something like that the photograph I'm walking away from like the camera and stuff but it's clear as day this guy had a very good camera um and that's when I saw the photo, I thought, mate, that is one of the rarest photos you can take in the UK. It's absolutely astonishing. And um, yeah, I think now uh, they've put, what? I think that was the second release. No, 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 no. So this is this is release number one into the Cairngorm Mountains. They're going to release 60 in total. There's going to be two more phases. So there's... Because oh, gonna- I, th- I thought they did them in June as well. I tried to get a part... I, I basically, um, I thought this was new because I've seen it. Um, I thought it was more cats they've put back because um, back in like March, April time, I heard this was going to happen around June. So I was like, okay, how can I be a part of this? How can I get to go to one of these and film it? So I tried my very best to do it. And they, they were like, no, we don't want you. Shut up, leave us alone. And I thought this was maybe a second introduction of more cats. It's not enough. No, no, this is phase one. But so maybe they maybe they delayed it. But there is going to be two more phases. There's going to be 60 in total, which are going to be put out there. It's been done by the uh, Rural Zoological Society in Scotland. They, yeah. they, they're basically saying that the wildcats' numbers have been plummeting due to Big sort time. of loss of like, native habitat, basically. Yeah, and hybridisation as well. But it's the Highland Wildlife Park that I think has been like the one... Sort yeah. of looking after these cats because I saw some one hissed at me I saw the kittens which are probably the ones actually out in the wild now um, these these kittens hissed at me and they've got a really good little facility there the Highland Wildlife Park if you're ever in that sort of area go to it it's wicked proper good place they've been tagged with GPS trackers so they can keep tabs on them they've got cameras and basically they are supplementing their food so they're going to eat like sort of rabbits and voles and mice and stuff yeah. but they are having their, their food supplemented as well so you know they're not like um, necessarily not functionally extinct anymore but hopefully this program can uh, can do some big big numbers yeah hopefully it'd be really interesting to see how it develops because obviously in that area as well and this is probably a bit of talk for like controversy or something but in that area there is also um, Capercaillie Capercaillie and they're at a real real low in their population and obviously a Capercaillie is like a turkey it's mm. like a, a turkey looking animal and they last time they checked there were about 500 or so of them left so would introducing the wildcat back into that area mm. would it have an impact on the Capercaillie be interesting well, to see so it? basically this is the first time a predatory animal has ever been um, deliberately reintroduced in the UK so it's going to be big. What are you trying to do, by the way? You, well, that bro- screen's not on. Are you, it. you, we don't have a producer today. You give Rachel stick when she's producing. You give Jacob stick when he's the, when he's producing. What, and at the moment, what's going on? There's nothing on the screen. I don't know. I've seen, I don't know what I've done. <laughs> are, you, are you breaking I've, breaking the podcast? Are we going to have to do tech support mid heck. mid honestly episode as, as it just turned off? I don't know. I don't know what's, I don't know what's it's happening. just turned oh. off, mate. Don't you worry. But don't panic. <laughs> What have you done here? What's going on? I turned it on. Just, just leave it a minute. It will, it will, Honestly, it will calm down. Flipping the, boomer fest going on here. Absolute Wait, boomer fest. Wait, press back or something. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah, oh, you're fine. Me, sorry, I'm panicking now. because that. I'm panicking! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. Yeah, you bloody well should, shouldn't you? 
<laughs> that's really good news though I like that one you yeah, like this well, one I'm fully behind rewilding and reintroducing animals to Scotland I, I wouldn't stop there either I would really chuck a lot of stuff back I know you would you get, you'd, you'd have lynx we'd, we'd talk have this I'd have wolves I'd have bison I'd have moose bears I'd get the bears back get them back get the bears get back, back. Um, what else would I have just stick some sturgeon in the, the lakes and the rivers uh, I'd have pond turtles mate I would be launching everything back get more beavers yeah. more pine martin yeah chuck it all back why not so big up so but it's, it's, it's still really positive signs first ever yeah predatory animal reintroduced to the world and yeah, I, I really exciting. hope it goes well I hope it's it goes exciting. Well. It's exciting I love that I, I would love to go and search for them at some point next I, one I can't believe this we've got a trio of cat news segments today. this is all kitties and that yeah it's not it, it wasn't meant to be oh I love but, it though but this one's uh, this one's also local this one comes from Dudley uh, uh, Dudley <laughs> alright mate this is what John thinks I am yeah you're, you're, you you sound like this this Dud- is Dudley is full on brummy though go on do, do the accent alright mate alright bab how are you yeah but can you do the accent how are you okay stop talking normally and just do all the right, accent alright bab alright John alright Jonathan Okay, you're not going to do the accent. Okay, fine. That's all right. If you're just going to keep talking normally, we'll, we won't bother. Dudley Zoo have a unique cat problem. I hate you. <laughs> Dudley Zoo have a, a unique cat problem. What do you think their unique cat problem is? Not long ago, they shot a snow leopard. Did they? Yep. Oh, well, that's not, that wasn't my thing. Well, not necessarily big up Dudley Zoo then. Um, a domestic black cat keeps getting into the enclosures and getting up close and personal with the animals. Yeah? Yeah, that's funny. The staff at the zoo have uh, posted a picture of the cat on Facebook and said, we think it's owned as it's wearing a collar, but it keeps getting into animal enclosures and won't let the keepers anywhere near it to be able to catch it and scan it for a microchip. That's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bold cat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because there's some big animals there. It's a bold cat. I was trying to figure out like what enclosures it had been in but the only one I could find any because uh, it says loads of enclosures the only one that I actually saw what animal was was the gibbons so it's been up close with gibbons that's dangerous though for a cat <laughs> that'll get ripped apart by a gibbon well this cat doesn't give a crap honestly it is just sauntering cat. around in there wonder that, what he's thinking he just, do you know what I mean just like oh What's that flying What's about? that? What's that going on there? Honestly, that must be absolutely mental. And I love that. Every time the zookeepers come, they're like, nah. Yeah. I think they're just, I think they're just, you know, using up all their nine lives, I guess, just risking yeah. it. That's weird though, eh? Like, it's really cool. Um, I should probably add some context to the shooting of a snow. Yeah, I was about to say. Because uh, I feel like I can't just say that and then not say anything else about it. But basically, the snow leopard thing was one escaped. Right. It escaped out of its enclosure. But that's still the zoo's fault. Yeah, I guess so. It escaped out of its enclosure. It's a dangerous animal, so they were like, right, we can't try and sedate it. Uh, and if it gets out, we ain't going to find it. So they were like, we just got to shoot it. And they shoot it. They shot it. And it, that happens... I mean, when stuff like that escapes, it happened at Whipsnade, uh, Whipsnade Zoo recently with bears. Um, I think a storm had like made a tree fall over, and these bears climbed out of the enclosure, brown bears, and they were like walking about while people were there. So they had to like lock it down and again shoot the bears get everyone out I find it really sad though yeah oh it is sad yeah because these animals are in captivity uh, and we can talk I mean I suppose there's a huge debate to be had here about sort of the pros and cons of of zoos and whether or not they, what they do is good for conservation etc and, and different zoos will have different sort of um, levels of responsibility and accountability I assume but there's a huge debate there and then these animals that are in captivity escape and get shot yeah it is sad isn't it yeah um, I, for the record I think zoos have 
I've got way more pros than they have. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you, but I appreciate that that is. Uh, I, I get it. We want all animals to be wild. Yeah, I fully understand that. Yeah. Fully back it. Like sanctuaries are probably better, right? Yeah, yeah. But, of course. I mean, without zoos, a lot of these animals wouldn't be around. We don't have as many. I don't feel like zoos aren't as big a thing here in the UK. All of them are done by like proper zoological societies. Where I feel yeah. like in, in America, anyone can own a zoo well, yeah, I watch I'm Tiger like, King <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, so it depends on it depends on that's what I mean by each zoo has different level of sort of like responsibility and accountability yeah for sure I mean there's like like the Highland Wildlife Park which we've mentioned as what they're doing cats, is brilliant yeah 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 cats back into uh, Scotland also as well this is an interesting one they have ama leopards there that they're um, they're sort of breeding as well as like they, they basically they've got this big green enclosure this big green metal like enclosure out the back of the the zoo where these ama leopards are living sort of like as wild as wild can be in the hope that they can then put them back into the wilds of the the ama region i think it is or is it siberia it's the ama river isn't it and yeah. um they want to put them back into that sort of area so they're again Highland wildlife park is helping that because the ama leopards got like what 70 like 60 animals left in the wild um so they're really like a sparse you know seldom seen animal and the highland wildlife park's got them they're helping them out but there's also the i can't remember how to say this name because it's like a like a slavic name or whatever polish name or something is it um i don't know go on you're gonna you've got this go on it starts with a p though and it doesn't like is it swarovski horse i don't know i don't know i I have no idea what you're trying to say i don't know what the name is but that wild um that's now wild because of captive breeding program yeah no i I, I, they absolutely there absolutely is uh but what i I was just saying is like it feels uh if you're a snow leopard that escapes and then gets shot it feels extra sad yeah it is isn't it is that is that the news then no no there's loads of news there's loads of news (laughs) hit me with the news what do you think the oldest hair color in the world is hair color what do you think it is like brown I'm going to give you a hint. It's also uh, the rarest in the world right now. There's only 1% to 2% of the global population having it. What? Scientists even saying that they believe it could become rarer because it's a recessive gene. Oh, is it? Is it like uh, albinism? Is it white? No, it is red hair. What? Red hair, baby. That's the rarest in the world. Well, you live in the UK where there's st- plenty of it, but you've got to think about the whole of the, the world. In, in, there's only 1% to 2% of the global population have red hair. That's mental. I didn't know that. I, and we, yeah. it may not, we don't know for a fact that it is the oldest, but it may be the oldest because scientists discovered a pigment found in red hair in a 10 million year old fossil this week. What? Yeah. Isn't That's that weird. crazy? Yeah. The fossil, well, guess what the fossil was of? Have a, have a little guess. What? Ten million year old fossil, uh, where, where they found this ten, pigment. Ten million. Yeah. Or like a whale. No, it was an ancient frog. <laughs> a frog. <laughs> yeah, these red frogs, basically. A paleontologist at the University College Cork in Ireland, Tiffany Slater, found it. Uh, who led the study and said this finding is so exciting because it puts paleontologists in a better place to detect different melanin pigments in many more fossils. She then carried on to say, this will paint a more accurate picture of ancient animal colour and will answer important questions about the evolution of colours in animals. But yeah, it's the earliest um, example of the red hair gene and pigment they've ever found. So I thought that That's was... That's so weird, isn't it? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. And it also shows how we definitely evolved from amphibians, basically. Yeah, we're yeah. basically just big Just frogs. big old frogs. Have you heard about... Um, you, if you look at someone's face... They either look more like a frog or a rat. 
All right. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've not heard of so this. So if we were to do this now, if you look at the camera. Well, I'm probably a rat, I think. Yeah, I think you're more ratty looking. And if you looked at me, what would you say about me? Frog or rat? I think also rat. You reckon? Yeah. Do you reckon I'm more a rat? I have no idea. I, I don't know. I don't look, think you look, look like either. The, look at the facial features. Do you like? Do you sit more towards... Do you sit more like more towards a frog or a rat? Like if you, I look at you. And if I, I put your face on a frog, it wouldn't look right, would it? It wouldn't look right. So but I think you're on a rat. I think you'd be fine. I think you. Th I've always thought you were a rat. <laughs> what? Again, with the meanness. I've actually been well nice to you in the last couple of podcasts. Yeah, go on. And then when am I being paid for this? Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's just mean. But um, yeah, if you're at home watching and whatever, go look at your family and see who looks like a rat and who looks like a frog. What do you think? What do you think? I, you're you're in between. I think I don't know if this the two people in this room. I don't know if this works. Really? What like, do you think I can't you are? See myself though. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I would say frog, but. I can't, I can't see myself so I don't know um, but when I look <laughs> yeah but at you, you have seen you <laughs> yeah but like when I look at you now I would say rat yeah for you do you, um, want, do you want more news? Yeah, give me more news. One more news. One more news. Well, I've got two more. You've got two more. And you're going to hear two more because the second one leads into a bloody good game. Oh, <laughs> we've got a game. Get in. So two news is in a game. Flights were delayed in Venice Airport when an animal intervention caused chaos at Marco Polo Airport, which saw it have to be closed. What? What do you reckon the animal was that caused this problem? Snakes. An unusually large number of seagulls invaded the runway, which meant flights needed to be delayed and redirected. Oh, that's rubbish. How do you reckon they got rid of the seagulls, though? Shot them. No, they used a falconer. Oh, no way. They and got acoustic deterrence to try and move the birds. <laughs> it took hours to move more than 200 birds. So I've never been... Have you been to Venice? No. Apparently, no. they have a massive um, seagull problem there. Really? And apparently, like, hoteliers and stuff have used falconers in the past to try and get rid of get rid of them. Um, but it just costs too much to have a falconer there every I've day. Got, I've got to interrupt you. Go on. Sydney. Um, you've been Sydney. Oh, yeah. Sydney Harbour. In, 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 Sydney Opera House. At the, yeah. At the harbour. What's it called? The bar the, down there. I can't I think, think of it. I think it's just the Sydney bar, isn't it? Yeah, the <laughs> opera bar. They've got dogs. They've got the dogs that run around the seagulls. Yeah, have they? I can't remember when I was there. They weren't there. So apparently, the big thing in um, Venice is to use uh, water guns. Nah, mate. Get dogs. This uh, it's the best thing ever. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm gonna look. Okay. Go no, that's fine. Um, it might be like Sydney Paw Patrol or something like that. Um, what's it called? There's, there's. Oh no. Help me, John. I've, I've, I mean, I've, as I've pointed out a couple of times, I lived in Sydney, and uh, I definitely had this problem with the seagulls down at the opera bar um, near near the opera house. Yeah, there's there's loads. And they are persistent; they do not stop. I've got it. Mad dogs. It's called mad dogs. Mad dogs dog walking or whatever. And they basically the bar at the um, like Sydney Opera House. They have a, like a collie dog or something like that, or a staffy or something like that. And then they sort of patrol up and down and the seagulls are obviously buggers aren't they they're really yeah, annoying yeah, yeah. they're much smaller than the ones here when I came back I was like oh my god <laughs> what is that in the sky it's like a pterodactyl they're only little small <laughs> they're only little small things over there but they get the dogs to chase them yeah. so they walk them up and down patrol with the leads and, and then if a seagull lands trying to like grab a chip or whatever they let them go and the dogs run after them and scare them off and it, it, they provide a wicked service I'm all for that great little bit isn't it do you want to hear about a tortoise yeah go on give it to me Frank the Tank. Frank the Tank. Uh, he's a 35-pound Solcata tortoise. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Solcatus. Anyway, he was recently abandoned in a patch of spinach in British Columbia, which is quite sad. 
Um, but Frank was found by Shelley Smith, who was sorry. Can can we just go through that bit again? I was not paying attention. Why not? Because because you're looking at the bloody dogs still. Yeah, dogs and seagulls. No, but how good is this? The New South Wales government pays the dogs two hundred thousand a year. Do you know what? I might as well just do this, like just <laughs> dangle this for an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, but I was just reading it. I was God, like, I've researched. I've made games. I make jingles, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my God, this dog is paid money, <laughs> two hundred grand, and it's paid by the government to like room chase after seagulls." I've just seen it. Sorry, I was really interested. Can you start again? Because I, 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 honestly, Frank the Tank is all I heard. Frank um, the Tank. That's all you need to know. Frank the Tank is a thirty-five pound solcata tortoise. Okay, so he's a big, 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 big boy. I was having a swig then. But was found abandoned in a patch of spinach in British Columbia. Oh, that's really sad. That is really sad. Yeah. It was found by someone called Shelley Smith who said that, uh, I thought it was a, I thought to myself, what is that rock doing there? She probably doesn't sound like that because she's from British Columbia. Yeah. But I'm going to carry on like that. Because I've never seen it before. And then all of a sudden it started moving. Not fast. You had to blink a few times to see it, but it was moving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's what she sounds like it's quite sad but like the reason i bring this up and the reason it's it's gonna it's gonna lead quite well into a game is because like so frank's plight basically caught the attention of people on social media lots of people saying that they uh, were willing to to put frank up but the problem is is like he's gonna grow to be the size of a wheelbarrow he needs to be kept warm in winter yeah um, they, they they chew through dry walls apparently oh really yeah um but also it's going to live to be over a hundred. So it's going to outlive whoever it goes to. So, so it's a massive commitment, which then got me thinking, what is the oldest living animal at the moment? Yeah. Land. Uh, okay, yeah, land yeah. on Green land. Green sharks are like... Big yeah, big, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's called Jonathan. Yeah. It's a Seychelles giant tortoise and it's 191 years old. The oldest living land animal. Yeah, because they were thought to be extinct or at least a um, subspecies of that yeah. tortoise is thought to be extinct. But yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? That's really cool. So this is this is what has prompted me to create a game for you. Do you want to play a game? Game me up, boy. It's older or younger? Older. <laughs> basically i'm going to tell you the oldest um recorded version of an animal yeah and then i'm going to give you another animal and you're going to tell me whether uh, the oldest recorded one is higher or lower yeah, older or younger cool. so the oldest ever lion have you got any guesses for how old a lion would live to uh i probably should know this but i'm just going to say 50 okay well it's 29 yeah it's close <laughs> but, uh, name was Arjun they usually live to be about about 20 uh, lived in a rescue centre in India but is the oldest ever dog older or younger than 29 I think a dog's gone into 30s you know um, so I'm going to say older that is correct yeah there's a dog called Bobby 31 who is alive still, still going. The oldest could you, ever, could you imagine, still going. Could you imagine your dog, who would normally get to, what is it, Jack Russell or something like that? Uh, can't remember now, but, but, they, but they, you, it was expected lifespan was 10 to 13, so yeah. it's, out, it's outlived its expected lifespan by about three three times at Which the moment. Which is like a collie, right? It's like a, yeah. what a border collie would yeah, get yeah. to or something like that. But Jack Russell's maybe get a bit further on, but that's double, Yeah, maybe even triple what it's supposed to. That's crazy. That's in Portugal, that, that yeah. dog. Yeah, weird, mate. Okay, so 31. Yeah. Big old Bobby the dog. Uh, what about the oldest ever cat? Is it older or younger than Bobby the dog at 31? Uh, so I know cats, I think on average, will live longer than dogs. 
but that's not the question. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say no for this one. I'm going to say lower. Cream Puff from that Texas. The worst name ever. <laughs> lived to be 38 years old, no, so yeah. it's older. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Normally live uh, 12 to 18 years. Yeah. So that's crazy old compared to that. 38. Cream Puff got to 38. Cream Puff is such a <laughs> stupid name, isn't it? What a rubbish name for a cat. But how old was the oldest horse? Was it older than 38 or younger than 38? Oldest horse. Horse. I'm going to say younger. I don't think horses have a great sort of lifespan. Actually, I can't. I don't know. I'm really bad at this. Yeah, come on now. I'm going to go younger. You are not only incorrect, you're quite incorrect. Old Billy lived to be 62 years old. <laughs> Normally lived 25 to 30 years as well. So they got... <laughs> this is really bad, isn't yeah. it? Like, this from is Lancashire. Really... Old Billy from Lancashire. Oh, bloody hell. This is making me look like a right div. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to carry on then. Yeah, go on then. What about a rhino? Older or younger than 62? The oldest ever rhino. <laughs> <laughs> I've got five more of these and I'm not going to stop I've actually got six more but I've taken one of them out right okay uh, older younger but only just 57 <laughs> Forster it was an eastern black rhino uh, in Tanzania right 57 for a rhino what about a bottlenose dolphin older or younger oh god I don't know any of this this is really bad um <sighs> I know orcas. So the so the so. Oh bloody hell! I know orcas get to like eighty. So sixty. I'm gonna guess sixty. No younger. I'm gonna go younger. What is it? Oh, you should have trusted your gut then. Bottlenose dolphin. Niklo was sixty-seven from uh, Sarasota Bay, Florida. Um, Florida. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, go on. What about a bear? Older or younger than sixty-seven? No chance. Lower. You're right. Brownie, the grizzly, was 56. A circus bear that was rescued into a zoo in Kansas. Finally got one. So you got like one of the early ones, right? And then you've been on a downward trajectory ever since then. A bear at 56. Brownie the bear was 56. But how old was the oldest snake compared to Brownie? Was it older or younger? Hmm. Older. Younger. <laughs> I think so you've got bad. two right. This ben. So bad. Colombian rainbow boa from uh, Georgia, USA. Yeah, how old was it? Uh, 42. Which I think is pretty old for a snake. That is old for a but snake. But you think it should be older, evidently. Yeah, apparently I'm just an idiot. We're going for the last one now. <laughs> so Ben the snake was 42 years old, but was the oldest ever deer older or younger oh my God. than Ben the snake? Uh, I want it. It was a Scottish red deer, if that helps. Lived in the Highlands. Younger. Younger's correct. Come on. Bambi, Get the me. Scottish red deer, lived to be 31 years old. So I think you got three. Yeah, well done, mate. Cheers, well done, everybody. And that's the news. Shall I play the metal jingle one more Shall time? Get the metal one back Get out. Get the metal one but back that was out. a shambles by me. I'm really upset at that. But that was the news. That was really good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Really yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's the news with John. Now, don't forget the sponsor of this podcast is MPB, the largest global platform where you can buy, sell, and trade used photography and videography equipment. Whatever suits your need, get over to mpb.com, sort yourself a deal. But John, do you know what I've got for you now? No. I've got 
a big Aladdin. cat sighting. Oh, what? There's been a big cat sighting since last week. Yeah. Two weeks well, ago. Yeah. No, yeah. In the last hour, there's been a big cat sighting. Right, what since we, the new segment. What are we going to call it? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm put you on the spot. You proper panic then. <laughs> big cats in the UK. Or are they? No. <laughs> and that's yeah. the jingle. Right, what we got on the screen there here, John, ignore all of the uh, newspaper ads. Infuriating. We have to see all of that. A though. rare image of a big cat stalking that? through the Kent countryside has been featured in a documentary after it was discovered by filmmakers. But I'm not going to lie... It's a bloody domestic cat. That that is the least big cat looking. Big cat. like look at everything around it. Look at the, <laughs> look at the fence and the chains and the fence. Imagine, imagine that was a big cat. Yeah. Imagine how big gaps that would be in that fence. Oh no. this is stupid, what is going on? But apparently, yeah, this was in a documentary for Big Cats in the UK. And this article was on the 6th of October, so it's quite recent. Wow, um, Kent Online. Hang on, go back up to Kent Online. Sorry, yeah, I'm the right at the top. Kent Online, news you can trust. News you news can trust. News you can trust. News you can trust. Right there. <laughs> Look at the state of it. That is literally just a house cat. It's I've shocking, never, isn't it? I've never seen a domestic moggy look more like a domestic moggy ever. That's unbelievable. Well, if you ever wanted proof of Big Cats in the UK, it's right there, isn't it, John? Yeah, right well, there. right there. Oh, and that concludes Big Cats. What was the tune in the UK? Big Cats in the UK. Or no, you uh, no. I know yeah, I'll said, do that. For, I'll do the first bit. You said, "Are they here?" And I was like, "No." Are Big Cats in the UK? No, no, no. Hold on. Let's get this right. <laughs> Come on now. I'll do Big Cats in the UK. Yeah. You say, or are they? Or, okay, we're changing it then. We can do that. Big Cats in the UK. Or are they? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we smashed that well done. Oh we're going to have really upset some people no, Who are going to just say that we're ignorant And we are ignorant No we're not That's Look a, at the just... evidence cookie <laughs> So that was shocking um, So moving swiftly on from that one I'm going to New Zealand Oh there's something I've got actually Go on I wanted to show you Look at this Look What at is this. it? This is, is it an umbrella? Uh, no it does look like that Doesn't it? Um, no so for New Zealand, I'm obviously going to look for some really cool things like uh, kakapo, kia, takahe, uh, <laughs> kaka, uh, and the fjordland moose. The fjordland moose. Talk and, to me about this. Well, I've, I've, I've got a sponsor to go and search in the fjords All right. around the Dusky Sound region Yeah. to have a little search, go to on. do a little thing. And they've provided me, provided me with something that will help me on my search. What do you think is in here, by the way? What do you think is in this? Well, it looked like an umbrella, but I'm now going to guess some sort of camera. Correct. Uh, like just, what do you call it? Uh, those, um, what do you call those cameras that you just leave strapped to trees? What are they called? Like cam a trap traps. cam? No, it's not one of them. It's better than that. It's way better than that. So here we go. It's, co it's coming out. Oh, wow. What it's a it? flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say that. Well, I can't say that. You sorry. You can't say that. Okay, sorry. You can't. Say that. What, what? It's flashlight in my hand. What? So it's like some sort of like, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Telescope camera. Yeah. Nice. Even better than that. Go on. Well, why is it better? Thermal. 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 Ooh. Ping. Ready? Got to turn it on. Basically, I've been sent this um, by company to help aid searching for wildlife and most like, well, is it on what? now? It's gonna be. 
Uh, the big one that I'm going to search for is obviously the Fjordland moose. Now, out in that region, there's loads of like different animals that were put there to be shot, so like red deer, wapiti, all that sort of stuff. And then, obviously, to help at night time or in the daytime, you've got this uh, thing, which is obviously really, really fun. That so, am I all going? Let's have a little look yeah, through. So, it's, 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 I've got it on black light at the minute, um, but it's like. <laughs> oh my god, like, that's terrifying. How weird is that? that I don't know if we. It's terrifying. Try and, try and get it on there. Look at that, hello. <laughs> Look at that, it's so that weird, is isn't strange. it? So I've been sent one of them on on my search from Hick Micro. Um, obviously not a sponsor of the podcast, but they're sponsoring me to go and have a little little search. If anyone for, wants to sponsor me, like Doritos or someone like that. How good would that be? I want a KFC black card. That would be good. No, 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 a Nando's black card. I don't even know if they exist no, anymore. But I don't want one of them. Why not? Just a bit. It's just a bit snobby, isn't it? I want KFC. What, a Nando's one? Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. You no. look so old. Like, <laughs> you look like Colonel Sanders from here. Yeah, well, so if you, if you, <laughs> to be fair, you taking a selfie makes you look old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, there we go. Do you like that? Yeah, I do like that. Good bit of kit, innit? Did they send me one? No. Why not? Because you're not going looking for a moose. Well, no, I do, if, I had the, if I had the right camera, I might. Yeah, possibly, possibly. But, well, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to show that off. Um, actual show off. Yeah, actual <laughs> show off, yeah. Uh, it's not a flashlight that like was first described. It is, in fact a thermal imaging scope which will help me try and find the Fjordland moose out in New Zealand. So in New Zealand, right. So so New Zealand, obviously you're going there, you're running the marathon, uh, you've done a massive 10 miles in the lead up, so you, you're definitely not going to have any problems yeah, with that. You're going to be fine. Um, but obviously, I, you don't know how, how long you're going to be out there yet, but it's a big opportunity for you to do to explore and see lots of wildlife that you d don't normally Hopefully, yeah. so uh is so the, the moose is obviously up there with one yeah. of the things you're hoping to see yeah. what else are we what else are we talking about when you're out potentially there? the mower go on tell me about the mower i'm not you, you, i'm not i'm not across this you never heard about no that. no i'm not across this so the mower is a thought to be probably extinct bird <laughs> right which stood at about three and a half meters tall I think if it was still around, you might find that one. <laughs> I'd find it through the the scope. Yeah, you would sure. do, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would heat up really well, I reckon. Yeah. So the mower, is the mower still alive today, John? Well, you've just told me it's extinct. So you literally just said, you literally went, oh, this animal's extinct. Is it alive? <laughs> I mean, the fact that you said that you're going to go look for it means that there's clearly a question mark over this. I don't think I'm really going to look for it. Oh, right. Uh, okay. If I, if, like, if I see one, sick. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In that case, if I see a T-Rex, sick. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You yeah. know, that might pop up. But Actually, I do know about my one. I know I won't see it. <laughs> yeah. We never know with a mower. Um, so I wanted to go through a few things and I wanted to show you some sightings and talk about some sightings yeah, yeah, yeah. of the mower and is it still alive now around when the Maori people first like went over to New Zealand which was about 1300 right um, it was thought or estimated anyway that moa in their numbers were between 50,000 to upwards of 2 million like wow. loads of them so this was basically New Zealand was basically a place have we got a picture of this uh, the mower yeah I can find you a picture yeah I want to so see the, this the this mower beast was, um, the, they've got them at, uh, they've got like a replica thing at the uh, Tring Zoo uh, not zoo I, see, I say zoo all the time the Tring Museum um, it's a really cool looking thing but could you imagine like if you were in that sort of area at the time and you walk and you saw 
that. Imagine being like the Maori people Whoa. for the first time, and you you walking around and you saw that's a proper dinosaur, isn't it? That is a proper dinosaur. Bird. Look at that. That's wicked, isn't it? That is cool. And obviously, you got the like uh, like a depiction of the Maori people hunting them here. And this, well, is I mean, this thing happened. is clearly extinct. Why did you ask me the question? <laughs> <laughs> so, but like um, the reason they went extinct is obviously they were they were hunted excessively by the Maori people. So for for meat. Yeah, yeah, um, and from like 1300 it took only about 100 or so years to completely wipe them out oh wow um, and then obviously well, so clearly they didn't have any natural predators they had one which right, was called on. the harst eagle and I think I just saw a picture here here we go like of this massive massive eagle which would have hunted them back in the day and obviously this thing but clearly not sense. in significant numbers though uh, I don't know about significant numbers obviously the predator wouldn't have been a significant number yeah 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 um, yeah the harst eagle would have hunted them back in the day now this bird is supposed to have had like a wingspan of like colossal proportions like absolutely i'm gonna bring it up again but pterodactyl territory yeah we're talking like (laughs) this thing just gigantic if it's to hunt a three and a half meter bird it's gonna have to be big right yeah yeah, yeah. um and that went extinct around the same time because its prey the mower also uh, dropped off because of the Maori people but I thought it was really interesting anyway to sort of like look at this and because it's where I'm going yeah. I thought why not you know sort of do a little bit of a thing on it um, <laughs> so none of them have really been like fossily uh, fossily fossily gone <laughs> fossily do you know what if what you ever th- if you ever <laughs> if you ever worried about whether or not we know what we're talking about <laughs> fossily what big up that? the fossily um Fossil wise, um, they haven't been seen like or like collected for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? Or right. At least over five hundred years. But there's um there's a website I found, which was a uh, is it a fossily website? <laughs> that was a really stupid thing for me to say, wasn't it? Um, but there's a website that I found which is looks really good actually it's a cryptid website so it's called cryptid wiki a lot of people might actually know what this is i i don't know what this is but um i've just found it for the first time and it talks about a load of sightings and a load of different things so you can see this website up here bosh um so it talks about the mower and it was hunted by the harst eagle and then it talks about the history of the extinction and then loads and loads and loads of different sightings up until 2007. Go on, read me. In 2007, a hiker claimed to have seen the mower in the Fjordland and had managed to take a picture of the bird and its footprints. The pictures were sold at auction and have not been released. How weird's that? I mean, that is weird. 2007 was also a while ago. Uh, in 1991, hiker Jim Stratton saw an enormous dark-coloured bird cross a hiking trail in front of him along the, I'm not going to be able to say, say that, Wamikari River. Right. Estimated height at 11 feet. There was one that I wanted to talk about. Go on. Um, it probably is on here. Yeah, I think it is on here. But um, so the the one that I wanted to talk about was a, a fella called uh, Paddy. I can't remember his actual like full name, but is a fella called Paddy. And he decided to, uh, well, take a photo of something. And I want to I show you this photo, but a little bit of the story context. So Paddy bought himself a pub out in like the remote part of Arthur's Pass or something like that. Right, right. right. Okay, of course a guy called Paddy owns a pub. Right, carry on. <laughs> so Paddy, I'm allowed to say that because I'm I'm Irish. Irish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no discrimination here. Um, so Paddy had bought this pub out in like the Arthur's Pass region. It's quite a remote area yeah. where it was at the time um, in 1993. 
he went over to that sort of area where his pub was to sort of like check on it see what it looked like before he'd like fully moved in and that and he claims he saw a, a mower right in 1993 okay. and then he claims he took a photo of one right let's see this photo yeah i want to see, yeah, the see this yeah i want to see the photo of this uh mower john can you uh come off it do you know what? If I wanted tourism to my pub, I would take a blurry picture of a crow and say I'd seen a massive bird as well. What is going on here? That's the photo that was evidenced. What is going on? That's the photo. Oh, Paddy was pissed. You reckon? Yeah. Look, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's a very good way of getting people to come to your pub? Just go, oh, there's this really rare thing here. So this this is the photo of an alleged mower right. in three pixels. <laughs> but um, the story... The story takes a turn. Go on, let's go see. So, did, did he hunt it? No, right. uh, sort of. Um, so, obviously, this came with ridicule. Yeah, and people being like, "Are you are you sure?" Oh and then no! A lot of other people were saying, "Hang on a second. Like, out of that, that proportions and all of the stuff are correct. All of what you can see is correct of a mower." Right, I, I'm, so, I'm struggling here, so but okay, carry on. The good bit. The good bit, and this is this is what I found quite funny. Uh, the day before, yeah, this was taken. Yeah, uh, Paddy and a couple of mates put on lab coats and they went into the Museum of Christchurch um, and they stole, uh, claiming under sort of this needs working on, they stole um, a, like a, a life size sculpture of a mower. Right. They put, it, they put it on their truck. Yeah. And they drove it out to this area. Yeah. And they took this photo on the on the, on the screen and then they drove it back the next day and put it back in the in the uh, so they the were just trying to get business for the pub that is outrageous do you know what? that make a great youtube video these days <laughs> yeah. you know i stole <laughs> i yeah. stole this from a museum i convinced me that that's exactly what youtube videos are these days <laughs> yeah, isn't for it sure. yeah yeah well, how mental is that big up paddy okay i didn't realize he was a aspiring content creator yeah honestly he was doing it way before his time you know <laughs> yeah, like, yeah that's yeah. that's a, that's a seriously it's also a crime he's yeah. committed a little bit, you know. a little bit. so that was I thought that was quite funny the that's pictures good. obviously that's good. waffle so are you going to steal things from museums when you yeah, get there I, is that I, your I plan I might just go steal a couple of things like a thylacine and just stick that out in Tasmanian's bush and all that um, but yeah. do you know what could you do that steal, like, yeah, li- literally a- just make a, a thylacine uh like model and just put it out there and sell the photos for loads possibly but i reckon nowadays don't you shouldn't put people ideas into people's heads we're definitely not going to do this they're doing it anyway i reckon but like i reckon nowadays you would have to provide video for people to actually take it seriously all right well then we'll make an animatronic one then yeah i reckon we could do that you know like because there's obviously like um taxidermed ones and if you could like sort of replicate how a thylacine would look and then have you ever seen have you ever seen those like pigs which like will walk along and then do a little flip Wait, um, what? Or like there's the like little to- uh, little dog toys and little oh, pig yeah, toys yeah, yeah. and they walk yeah, along. Yeah. Just oh, dress one yeah. of those up like a thylacine and just be like, look, I've got this video of a thylacine and that's they, a that does, shot, a, does a backflip. That, honestly, that's where, <laughs> yeah. that's where hoaxes will go. Yeah, that yeah. Def- and if you can get its head to move side to side, you know. Yeah, like, I saw a thylacine <laughs> doing the conga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that could definitely happen, you know. Like I, I fully believe that uh, people will do that. Yeah, well, if, okay, so uh, for... for uh, could be um, me. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? For unreliable animal footage, go to Wildlife with Cookie. 
<laughs> so there was actually one which I found quite interesting this sighting yeah um, I can't remember this woman's name so I'm just going to have to grab this uh, website back up and just go through it because I was reading it and I was like oh okay this one's got a bit more le- legit- legitimacy to it because it's a uh, it's a credible it, witness not necessarily right okay so <laughs> it's from a long time ago so um, it was let me find this woman it's it was in like the late 1890s or something like that. Here she is. Um, so a woman called Alice McKenzie claimed to have seen and touched a mower at Martins Bay in Fiordland. She described the bird as a fairly tall bird with bright blue uh, plumage. Um, she, her father and brother saw the bird many times, apparently. Now, um, at that, in that sort of area, um, Takahe were thought to have gone extinct. And um, she thought, she put it down to it was a Takahe. So, uh, which is like a, it's a fairly decent sized bird. It's not three meters tall, but it's like a decent sized bird. She, she thought it was a Takahe up until the 1940s where the Takahe were rediscovered. She saw a photo of it and she was like, hang on a second. That's not it. That ain't it. That, that ain't the bird I was seeing. What, what was I seeing? Yeah. So there, there is something there that maybe. Um, yeah, but also that was from the 1800s, right? That was a long time uh, ago. Yeah, 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 19th century. So. I mean, first of all, yeah, it's possible because there probably wasn't as many people on the island, not as much of the island, ex- uh, the islands explored. But um, I think you'd spot a three-meter-tall bird now. Well, because the story I read, it said like this thing was sitting down, and she went to like she was stroking it. It let her come up to it. She was like stroking its back end and whatever, and then um, she tried to tie it up, tried tie its feet up. And when she did, when when she did that, this thing like let out a big cry and was like like and then ran off basically um, and then I'm not sure about other times that she she's alleged to have seen it but right. I do think that's more credible than a lot of other ones like obviously the one we've just seen yeah. because it's from such a long time ago and when the, the Takahe's rediscovery happened she was like well that wasn't I thought it was that and it wasn't that right. do you know what I mean yeah 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 so it doesn't there's no sort of like uh, fuckery a fuck do you know what I'm saying like, like she's not she hasn't led anyone on to think this I'll is tell being... you what you you blow me away with your vocabulary sometimes fossil fossily and fuckery oh, you're, 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 yeah you like that yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm so lost for words but I <laughs> can't even comment on it this is this is highbrow stuff yeah it's big time um, yeah, we... so but like I forgot what I was saying now John cheers you were saying that there was no fuckery so it makes it more credible which I agree with I do agree with there was there was no no personal gain from lying from that unlike Paddy who is a big old liar yeah he wanted people at his pub what a prankster yeah and but like this woman Alice McKenzie I think up until 1940s when she thought it was a Takahe and then it was like hang on that's not a Takahe I think I've seen a mower I'm I'm more on side with that you know Um, there is a video on YouTube of course the, there is of the mower that I need to show you and I want to get your expert opinion on okay yeah go on yeah, yeah. But before before I actually play it what do you think you're about to see I have n- no idea are you sure so so so, what was your setup there what did you say it was a, a, just a video of a mower uh, yeah this is a mower in okay I think I'm going to see it dancing dancing what we, what are we looking at Oh, that, what? What is it? That's a human. What is it? What is that? The way it's walking is a is a human. What is it, John? Why were you looking at this? <laughs> there's a there's a creature walking through the woods, right? Yeah. But it's stepping like a human would step. 
is is it is it someone in a bird costume? I'm quite confused. I don't know, but do you want to just read a few of the comments out? Just yeah. uh, because I I went through the comments and I was like, you what? Because I, <laughs> I watched it and thought, no, that's not can't be. Read. It's unbelievable, yet I think I can only see some parts of its body. And then someone says, damn, dude. <laughs> That's some compelling evidence. <laughs> who talks like that? Oh, uh, uh, who knew that a 1.5 thousand years they learned to wear sneakers? See, that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's, it does look like a human walking yeah, around, doesn't hold it? Hold it, Bob. We can see your jeans. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but like, look at this one here from someone called Beltrax. It says, hope this is real would be a dream come true. But sometimes I feel like people's desire for something to be real clouds their judgment. Do you know what I mean? You can yeah. want something to be real too much because that just looked like a person walking. Well, that's uh, exactly what I saw as yeah. well. Like, I didn't see a mower. Do you know what no. I mean? But the amount of comments where people were saying like, oh, it, whoever made this video, put, go put some camera traps up. Uh, go out looking for it. Do this, do that. Oh, this is the best evidence yet. I... I don't know. I was baffled by it because I was like, I have not seen anything here. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this is crazy. I'm just reading the comments now. It's a bit mad, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we can yeah. put, put it on for everyone else to have a look at. Just look at these comments from this video. Keep scrolling. It's just a bit... Uh, it's just a bit weird. This is the best looking evidence of an extinct creature. So, what? Like, <laughs> what? No, it's not. It's absolutely horrendous. Who knew know. that an extinct bird learned to put on jeans and shoes after 500 to 1,000 years? Uh, what an intelligent Can bird. we see it again? Does it, is it clearly wearing yeah, jeans? Because people are saying about the jeans. Yeah, let's have a little, let's, another, let's, let's, another, another little look at it. Can well, we get? Can we? Can we reduce the speed? Is that a feature on yeah, YouTube? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and pause it at the right sort of spot. But um, it just looks like someone. It, right, yeah. So for the audio viewers, um, for the audio viewers, for the audio listeners, this is uh, blurry, sort of shaky footage in uh, some wooded area in uh, in <laughs> in uh, New Zealand in a New Zealand forest, um, which is apparently of the bird but it just looks like a blow oh yeah it's yeah, quite, yeah, it's quite yeah, clear yeah okay well. in slow-mo <laughs> you can see the jeans and the trainers <laughs> quite clear as well. that's not even like that's not even inconspicuous no that no is, oh okay over. yeah slow it down that's all that's you need to do shocking. let's see let's see a bit longer let's, let's see that again Alright, so go back, go back. Here we go. You'll see it straight away. G oh there goes there's the, the trainer and everything. That's absolutely awful. That's Oh so wow. Bad. Okay. So okay. <laughs> Alright. Well thanks for wasting my time cooking. No, that's hilarious. That's brilliant. That's so actually it, it, is brilliant. The, is the mower still alive, John? <laughs> well, based on that compelling evidence. What was the what was the comment? <laughs> the the most the most compelling of evidence yeah, of an extinct yeah. creature. Absolutely. Yeah, no, this yeah, is still yeah. out there, mate. Still out there. The mower. I would love for it to still be out there by of the way course. I'm just I, I, don't, I don't want this to, I, sometimes our cynicism comes across as uh, maybe being closed minded or unimaginative I would love for it to still be out there but when the evidence is that you gotta laugh you have to you've got to laugh it's so funny though isn't it yeah but um I'm going to go find one in New Zealand anyway. Right, make, yeah. Make sure you're along for the journey on um, my YouTube channel, Wildlife with Cookie. And then, and really, this is the end of it. This, this is the this end. This is the end. Oh, yeah. If you want to not see any wildlife stuff, John does stuff. Yeah, John does stuff on John YouTube. Stuff. Links are in the description. Um, but I think, mate, I think we've come to our natural end. Does this here. mean I'm fired? I think you're on sabbatical. Sabbatical? Uh, I think so, yeah. That sounds like it's unpaid, a sabbatical. Is sabbatical unpaid? Uh... 
Well, yeah. to be fair, I'd need to be paid for this for that to be yeah. right. So, so that's it. You're just going. This is just it. This is it. I think this, this is, is the this end. Is the last one. So, if you guys want any more, like, give us a shout. Yeah, us, yeah. Let, let us, us know. know. Yeah. So that's about it, really. I think. Uh, uh, hopefully, you've enjoyed this. End. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me on these. This has been a lot of fun. No, I hope. I hope. Good, I hope it? that um, me. Uh, prattling along with my random bits of information and uh, well, I think everyone's random loved, jingles it was good everyone's loved John's jingles John's jingles I, I, if, if we come back I'll bring back John's jingles yeah, that's I a promise that. I would love and that. if we get 50 uh, 50 ratings on uh, Spotify you're going to do uh, the next episode where you top off no no I'm not <laughs> stop it right have a good time in uh, New Zealand mate yeah cheers mate thanks for being a part of this I've really appreciated it right uh, bugger off I guess yeah see you see later ya. then yeah. love you bye bye